Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including BoJack Horseman, which we'll be getting into today. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. And Sam Quattro. Hello. Today, Michelle, Sam and I are continuing uh, the Overly Animated Podcast, BoJack Horseman Season 4 coverage going episode by episode through all of Season 4, which was released uh, last Friday. Today, we're talking Episode 5, Thoughts and Prayers. Um, Check out all of our BoJack Season 4 coverage at OverlyAnimated.com or search for us on iTunes or whatever podcatcher uh, you've got. Um, Search for Overly Animated BoJack Horseman, and you will get either our main feed or our BoJack-specific iTunes feed where you'll just get these BoJack podcasts. Podcast, subscribe to that subscribe on youtube wherever you're listening for our continued coverage um spoilers for uh up to and including episode five but no further here so you're safe if you only seen up to episode five but we will be getting into first five episode spoilers here um so we've arrived at our topic episode of the season i assume um i haven't seen past this i don't know if there's another one but uh like season two we had the vegan episode with the chickens season three we had the abortion episode and uh i think this is our 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 equivalent of that our uh our mass shooting but it's not really about mass shootings about like uh holly well it's a lot of things yeah yeah it's first of all there's like the feminist feminism and gun control aspect but it's also it's more like uh media how media depicts gun violence um i would say um so like heavy heavy topics getting into here um uh definitely our most uh i don't know we've had we've had a few serious episodes so far but um in in this realm michelle uh what are your initial thoughts on thoughts and prayers i really liked this episode actually i thought it was pretty strong um and i i'm now that like we know that like the moms like in the picture like i'm really curious how the rest of the season is going to go because it seems like a kind of season-long arc Mm -hmm. whatever is going to happen it's going to be pretty big and juicy but yeah i mean i really like the b plot and i like the a plot too i mean like i feel like we don't know much about bojack's dad but it seems like his relationship with his mom is like pretty complicated and we've gotten like a few snippets of her in the past couple seasons and just like what she was like but like now i have so many questions and i think like it's really helping us understand like why Bojack is the way he is, the more we see of her too. So I from in terms of like understanding like plot and characters, I felt like it was, was a really good episode for that. Okay, nice. Uh Sam, what's your what's your take on uh this episode five? I thought it was interesting to like split the plot like that between, you know, this really you know big encompassing debate over like gun control and you know, all the politics and nuances that go on with that. And, like, somehow there are nuances, whatever. <laughs> as well as, like, you know, dealing with um Bojack's mom's dementia and, like, you know, that sort of thing. So, I don't know. I think it's, like, a really, like, heavy hitter in terms of topic, in terms of execution. And maybe, like, the gun aspect was, like, felt a little bit, like, meh. But I, I really like Bojack's side of the episode. Uh, I think I'm the opposite on this one. Um, I, I really, I, yeah. I, I mean, I enjoyed the Beatrice stuff. I thought it was fine, but juxtaposed with the more heavy hitting uh, gun topics and feminism that we we're getting into, I was much less interested in everything involving uh, Bojack, Hollyhock, and Beatrice. Although I did enjoy it because I continue to really love Hollyhock, so I think that she uh, shines in this episode again. Um, but I was very into the 
the more politicized part of the episode. I thought that there were a ton of great lines. I think that, uh, as usual with the show, the satire was incredibly on the nose. Um, I mean, we have them stating their thesis statement many times in the episode, but that's, that's okay. I, it's, you know, they're getting into, uh, things that no other show will get into. So, um, I, I really enjoy that. I love, I, I mean, it's, it's such a, it's such a fresh take on, um, on uh, Hollywood depicting gun violence like that and then uh, shaping it into um, like in like uh, tying it in with feminism and, and how that works, like the whole the montage of like uh, like the California legislature and men talking about stuff like it's 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 so brilliant. Yeah. It's, it's I love all of that. It's so brilliant. So I was incredibly into that part. Like if it was if the episode was just that this would be like a top 10 episode for me. Like I think that it was really incredible. Um, and but uh, the fact that the Beatrice stuff was half the episode, it was wasn't um bad i thought it was actually good but i don't think it necessarily um it necessarily enhanced the the, uh, the other things that were going on here so like overall i think it amounts to a mid-tier episode for the season um you know but i i i am interested to see where we go with beatrice i i still continue to like holly hawk and bill jack's interactions um you know, I don't know. I just would have liked uh, them to give the princess caroline gun stuff room to breathe here I, I think that might have worked better for me. I agree. Yeah, I, think, yeah. Like, I, I didn't hate like the gun stuff. I liked it a lot. It just felt like, you know, having these two plots run at once, where like both are like really important. It just felt like mm, maybe you should have given like a Todd the B plot or something. Well, you just know. like a whack, wacky juxtaposition. Yeah, it, it's it's an interesting it's interesting to uh, to have the gun stuff and then dementia plotline on the other side. Um, yeah, I don't know. How, how did that work for you, Michelle? Um, I mean, I agree. The thing with the gun plot, I, I really loved it. And I thought it was like so solid. And I, I do think maybe it suffered from being only half the episode. It's one of those things that like, it felt so like accurate like that. That feels like something that could really happen in, in terms of gun law legislation It being an issue of like, oh, all these like women running around with guns now can't have that. So we'll just no, no more concealed weapons licenses for anyone. Like that feels so real. And it makes me kind of sad and it also it's like i love that bojack does these kind of episodes but it, it always kind of like it tackles an issue and then it kind of like puts it to bed yeah and i feel like there's so much more we could do here and in the fact that we only got half of an episode and we'll probably we won't bring it up ever again maybe that kind of bums me out too but like the stuff they said about it was really on point yeah, I, I think that's a good, it's a good point that Bojack brings these issues up and doesn't really delve into them in too much detail. Um, you could argue that, uh, the show is consistently getting into feminist issues. So on that, on that side of yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So on that side of it, maybe, but yeah, this is, this feels like the abortion thing of we bring it up in this one, in, in terms of the gun stuff, we bring it up in one episode and it's, it's, it is kind of put to bed here. Um, I, I, I think that, um, you know, it, it does seem like, uh, open and shut case for them. You know, they don't present it, uh, in a very, uh, morally gray, uh, light, but that's because, you know, from the show's perspective <laughs> yeah. and also from my perspective, these aren't, you know, morally gray issues. So it's, uh, it, it's, it's not something that the show feels the need to pull its punches on. And I think that that's been a, a, a big part of why. Um, you know, I'm only halfway through the season. I haven't seen beyond this, but, uh, I think potentially at this point, I think Bojack might be the most progressive show on television. 
I'm considering writing an article about that at the end of the at the end of the season. Um, like I think that no other show gets into these types of issues. Um, I think this this episode only bolsters it between the Tade sexual stuff this season and um, the you know these these gun issues we're getting into now with the abortion stuff last season. You know, it's it's uh, I think we've we've fully approached uh, j- this, this show just being an incredible moral positive like on the world and um even if we're not uh gonna get too in depth into this topic beyond this the fact that we're bringing it up and talking about it in this realm i think it shouldn't be understated is uh incredibly atypical for any show on tv um yeah i i it's it's just been an important part of bojack for me like i think originally yeah, bojack sure. originally bojack's just like okay it's a pretty funny and smart show but now it's like a funny and sharp a smart show that also is um incredibly important it's like rick and morty is not into in in that realm even if rick and morty is maybe more consistent than the show still but uh it's just bojack just seems you could make an, an easy argument bojack's better overall because it has this moral positive element to it um yeah, it, it seems to be part of the show that's like pretty important to the people people who are creating it and writing it and i think it strikes a nice balance between like having like the main interactions of the characters and having like these episodes focused on certain elements or just like you know throwing more like i remember when the show came out before i started watching but i found an article about how they're like oh like this show has so many like interesting like female characters in the background even if they're like animals and like why you decide to do that and their reasoning was kind of like I guess, like, um, one of the women who worked on the show is like, oh, like, I see that, like, this person's, like, a male character, but how about if they're not? And the other guy's like, oh, that, like, never occurred to us. But, like, and they start, like, it started, like, very harm, like, not harmlessly, but, like, just, like, it wasn't a super intentional thing. But I think at this point, now that it's the fourth season, like, this stuff is, like, pretty intentional. And, like, the feminism that they put in is, like, very, very apparent. And it's done really well, like better than I've seen in a lot of places. But I do think while Bojack is a show is really progressive, it, it certainly has like particular progressive things that it really cares about talking about. But I don't think like, you know, it can't cover everything. So for what it is, like it's really great. But I don't think it's like the end all be all in terms of progressivism by any imagination. Yeah. It's hard to place that kind of expectation on just one show too. Yeah. But I do think it's really great. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of what you're saying, we don't need to get too much in this because I don't know if it applies to all of our audience, but a lot of like, it's hard to place that much on one show. I I feel like yeah, that's, sure. I feel like uh, we get into this a lot with Steven Universe. Like we expect yeah. this to be this, uh, this, yeah. this progressive beacon and it's not always everything we want it to be. And, um, you know, I think I think Bojack gets into a lot of areas that uh, Steven Universe just is is unwilling to do. Steven Universe is kind of like very passively progressive, and the show is very actively progressive, um, which is, which is really working for me, especially as a nice contrast considering we talk about Steven Universe so much. Um, yeah, Sam, anything on on this topic? I think you also have to think about comparing like Steven and uh, Bojack, like yeah. the networks that they're on mm-hmm. and the audiences that they're for. Yeah. yeah, I mean, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't like that getting into that too much. I think a lot okay. of people use it. As, I think a lot of people use it as excuses, but um, I know, yeah. I know, but still, it's like you know, you got to go through like a certain amount of people, and like you know, different people have different opinions yeah. as you go higher up. And so I think Bojack definitely has more leeway in terms of that. Yeah, I definitely think being yeah. on Netflix is probably very freeing for these content creators. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's we can we can revisit this as we go throughout the season. But let's specifically get into the issues uh, approached on here. So, um, Sam, what would you say is your like highlight? Is there like a highlight moment or thing that we get into in this episode uh, that stood out to you? 
So, hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'll leave, like, the mass shooting for, like, you know, the wider discussion. I think the thing that, like, really got me was Bojack and his mom and, like, their relationship. And seeing that even as, like, um Beatrice is, like, losing herself and losing her mind, uh, you know, Bojack still hates her. And still, like, you know, wants to tell her off so bad. But she can't. And uh, he can't. And especially at the end when he's talking to Hollyhock about it, about how... You know, there are so many things that he wanted to say to her, and he can't now because it's not going to mean anything. Like, that, like, that got me. And, like, I I definitely, I can relate to that, you know, as, like, a person who has, like, a rough relationship with her mom. So, yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, Michelle, same question. What what uh, what moment of the episode stood out to you the most? Uh, well, Sam pointed out a really good one. Um, and I guess, like, kind of to jump off of that, just, like when she's watching horsing around and she actually seems to really like it that really surprised me because like didn't she give him so much crap Mm, for it when he was actually like doing the show so that kind of that difference between like maybe she actually did really like the show but she never like let him know that and why what would her motivation for that be and just like i don't know his mom (sighs) bojack's like kind of not a great person and his mom definitely isn't either but like i still want to know so much more about her and like why she thinks the way she thinks and like why you know because like i don't think we can't really let her off the hook for like you know an entire like parenthood of just like treating bojack really awful or at least like what we've seen from anything he's told us and i don't know it's just so fascinating and so sad but like i feel like Bojack is in a really bad place, especially ever after what happened at the end of last season. I feel like maybe like this mom arc is what he needs to get to something really deep about like what's like messing him up so bad and like what's going on with him. Because like, I don't know. I imagine the reason he didn't see his mom for so many years is because like she reminds him of everything he's insecure about. Right. Like he, he she makes him feel like a failure and she doesn't seem to really love him. And, like, that's the stuff that really, like, wounds him the most. So, like, I'm just really curious to see how this plays out more. And just seeing them interact together and the fact that she doesn't really remember him as he is, but as he was on the show, is just, like, so meaty to me. So, I think that's, like, what stood out the most. Nice. Yeah. No, that that's, and that's great that that's... Um... Uh, that was very effective for you too. Um, I think I feel like I have less to say about that. So this is a good. We, we were getting all perspectives <laughs> on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say for me, as mentioned, um, the standout moments. I think the I'd say the first scene of the episode, just getting right into it with uh, Lenny Turtle Dub, um, back uh, J.K. Simmons back, and uh, just everything with uh, the Courtney Portnoy uh, mistaken movie oh, yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, the, the standout thesis statement being, "I'm sick and tired of real life gun violence getting in the way of us telling stories that glamorize gun violence." <laughs> Yeah. Why does this keep happening? Yeah. yeah, that was that was a pretty good standalone line. I also like the one about the the guy covering the mass shootings. He's like, I'm totally unqualified to cover this, but as a straight white male, yeah. like I'm gonna plow forward with confidence and assume I'm doing fine. Yeah, that's another. That's a, that's that's another one of the best lines of the episode. That's a, yeah. a Ryan Seacrest type, and we've added a Billy Bush type to the morning show. Now. Yes, <laughs> oh my, God. Very, oh my God, very relevant to uh, recent <laughs> events. Yeah, loving it. 
I, I love that. And uh, yeah, that line's so good. Uh, but as a straight white male, I'll plow forward with confidence. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, that was that was another really good moment. And I think at the end, just the it's like we 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 have this pretty service level take on yeah Hollywood's glamorizing gun violence. It's not you know not the most original take. Um, but it is very important to be said and um. Uh, like satirized in this way but then we also like uh take it to an extreme and tie it in with feminism with diane and just the whole montage with the legislature as i mentioned um which ends with diane being like yeah i can't believe this country hates women more than it loves guns um yeah. really i think an original uh place to take this uh <laughs> the satirization so um i love how we tie it into two issues like that and uh those are yeah those are really the the standouts and of course them saying thoughts and prayers all the time uh lenny and, uh, yeah that was honestly pretty great yeah lenny and princess carolyn yeah um just, you're especially hearing it a lot right now with the, the two hurricanes yeah. and all the natural disasters yeah um it's thoughts and prayers yeah the, 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 yeah i feel like this again not necessarily the Again, kind of surface level satirization of though people are incredibly meaningless when they say thousand prayers and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, probably the most blatantly stated uh, way that I've seen this point made. So I really appreciate that. Um, I think also probably pretty similar to going back to like season one with the uh, support our troops stuff with Bojack. I feel like that's a similar a similar thing. Oh yeah. Kind of like meaningless platitudes that people say. So the this show this show's definitely gotten into that before. Um. Yeah, so I, I, uh, we, we've got, we brought back, uh, Court, Courtney Portnoy here with Mistaken, um, kind of a, a character that we talked about not super standing out too much, uh, in previous episodes. Um, Sam, do you think she's better utilized here? No. <laughs> I don't, what? I don't, You're a Mistaken I, hater? Okay, I don't really get Mistaken because I never saw Taken. <laughs> okay, well, I haven't either, but I guess still get it. It, 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 like I get, like it's like a thing. It's just not funny to me. I don't know. I don't like it that much. Michelle, what do you think of Courtney Portnoy? I mean, I don't really have much of an opinion on her either. Yeah, like she, uh, she doesn't. I mean, like somebody like Sixteen Aquafina, like is so iconic. But like Courtney Portney, like I haven't seen enough of her, like having lots of opinions or doing lots of things to consider her very notable yet. But. If she's going to be, it seems like she's going to be utilized for the rest of the season, potentially. So, I mean, maybe we'll get more of her. I feel like there's not much to say about her yet, honestly. I think I said this like a couple podcasts ago. It would have been funnier if she was a real person. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. That would give us something but to play not. off of. Yeah, interesting choice to make her now. I think she had her best moment this episode, though, with uh, this line. Um, she said, uh, you always hear about mass shootings affecting other people's movie openings, but you never think they're going to affect <laughs> your movie opening. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yeah. Uh, of course, my thoughts and prayers go out to the victims of their families. Yeah, that was the first instance. Thoughts of and that. prayers. Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Thoughts yeah, and prayers. Um, yeah. I think that I think that's her best take so far. So I, I really like that, and I love her in the mistaken movie. And also, no, I think she was actually really good in this episode. Also, with um, just uh, with the, that scene with Diane and um, her pulling oh, out the, the gun yeah. on like the skunk or whatever animal that was, and um, uh, and then like going to her shooting range. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think she was she was well utilized in the plot here. Um, she's the type of character on the show. There's kind of a lot of just uh, plot device characters on BoJack. I think it's one of the show's weak points, but um, at least at least she had some good takes here. So uh, we'll we'll see how Courtney <laughs> point. And of course, there is more wordplay with uh, Princess Caroline. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sam's not a fan. I don't like that. I'm I'm with 
Amy Sedaris on that one. It's not fun or funny. It's just I think it's fun. I don't think it's particularly funny, but I think it's pretty fun to to watch. I'd prefer it to like just hear her just rhyme and do a alliteration. Yeah, I think it's fine. I'm just afraid it's going to become more of a thing for more episodes. I thought it was nice for now, but like it's going to be distracting if it keeps happening. Um. Yeah, I'm surprised it's gone on this long, <laughs> but I, I think that's kind of one of the purposes of this character, too. So uh, Princess Caroline can launch into into more wordplay with that. Um, we also had, uh, yeah, in that scene with Diane Courtney talking about her trouser maidens. Um, I thought that was oh, good, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, gotta have some of those. If you wear pants, you gotta have some trouser maidens. Yeah. <laughs> so you don't get wrinkles, can't have that. Yeah. Uh, the other aspects of, uh, we also had, um, Diane and, uh, Mr. Peanut Butter in this, uh, this gun plot line. I think we had some good gun satirization from Mr. Peanut Butter here as well. Um, the standout line to me is he said, uh, but my officially stated political opinion is I respect the second amendment, but I think some purchase should require the barest, uh, possible amount of background checks. Um, pretty, Pretty clear take on on politicians yeah. and uh, their views of guns today, yeah. Um, and then more hate sex with uh, with uh, with Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane after they yell at each other on MSNBC. Is this becoming a troubling theme? That's probably not healthy for their relationship, right? No, I mean they're not talking about anything. They're just like waiting till they boil over and then having angry sex, which is not. I mean, it's not a long term sedative, I imagine. Yeah. So. <laughs> and Sam is and Sam is just uh, s- s- yeah. What did she say when they were having sex? Was the weird film like chamber with your powerful bullet? <laughs> that like does not sound sexy to me. That just sounds really weird. It's... Well, last episode she said, "Frack me, Mister Peanut Butter, frack me." I like, like that more because they were talking about fracking a lot, but this one was like, "Whoa." I... All right, Mister yeah, Peanut Butter, I, I found that line very funny. <laughs> Sam, you're just squicked out by this, right? I don't need to, like, know <laughs> that they have sex. I mean, I assume. <laughs> you know? Especially the last episode where we actually saw it. I know. I that was that. really awkward. It makes me feel weird. I mean, that's like animal people. Come on. Sam, is <laughs> Diane, does this mean Diane's a, fur, a furry? Is that what this means? No, that doesn't mean that. <laughs> is this world different? Is that why? This world's no. different. Okay. It is very weird showing it, though. Like, this is not. Yeah, yeah is, I was not expecting <laughs> that. Then I got we've, we've never sex seen the them time. had sex, right? We've never seen them have sex as a couple. Like, actually seen it until this season, yeah, have m- we? Maybe not, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we do see Bojack a lot. Something's different about Mr. Peanut Butter, though. We see the dog! Yeah. Because we yeah. see dogs more than we see horses most of the time. Oh, that, that yeah. I don't know, maybe that's the reason. I do remember the part when she like rips his shirt open and he's just like filling up the whole frame of the camera and it's from Diane's perspective. It just did feel like, well, that's that's a dog. Okay. Wow. And then you see a touchy Muscular dog. Head. Yeah. It's like, okay. Uh, I, I can understand, Sam. It was kind of disconcerting. Yeah. yeah. Um,. Yeah, so that was yeah. I did, I, yeah, so we'll track their relationship as we go. They were yelling at each other on on MSNBC. Yeah, so hmm, I don't know, might not be good. Uh, other parts of this this gun plot line. Um, this line from Todd ran. Not much Todd here, but um, Todd uh, says, "I'm I'm just saying, if people have the right pumped up kicks, then maybe they can outrun the bullets." Oh. A very weird oh, five years old take on the pumped up kick song in this in this yeah. episode. Yeah, Foster the, yeah, the People. Yeah. They haven't been a thing in a while. So. Are they? Their last album came out like 2014, I think. Okay. 
Uh, they might have made a new one I, since then. There was a phase too. when I was into them. Yeah, like like when this was song was I, relevant a while. I ago. still like them a lot. Okay, I listen to nice. them still. This song's still very weird though. Yeah, with the with the messaging. So um, interesting inclusion there. Yeah, speaking of weird cultural references, I love this line from Bojack. Um, seeing my mom is like seeing a Terrence Malick movie. Every ten years or so is bearable, but more than that, and it starts to get annoying. Um, I love that. I relate. <laughs> Uh, what are Terrence Malick movies? Uh, okay, you need to. I would say you need to watch one, but don't. Like, it's not worth. it. Yeah, but what, what kind of movies? Is They're just mean? incredibly, um, like artsy and uh, and like abstract. Yeah, like incredibly. Oh, abstract. No. There's like no plot, and yeah, I saw. Oh, okay. I saw like Tree of Life. It was horrible. So there you go. That's oh, that my, one. Yeah, yeah, there's my take uh, on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, fight me in the comments on Tree of Life being horrible, but uh, yeah. So we had the we mentioned the Billy Bush. Uh, it was a Ryan Seacrest type said that the. The, the the straight white male line yeah that's that's a that's a really good one um and then at the end of the i'll get back to the montage thing but at the end we get uh with um lenny turtle of that's all we uh that's all we got after we took out all the guns and um <laughs> it was just the <laughs> H&M commercial. Yeah, yeah yeah uh great does H&M even have commercials i assume so that's a weird i don't i don't have a thought. TV, great movie know. cut down in the prime of its life very sorry for your loss <laughs> Um, it's like oh, I'll be fine. Yes, yeah, so it was uh, Princess Carolyn. Yeah, there you go. Um, again with the yeah, I want to talk about this montage with the uh, with the, uh, the the legislature of it. Um, after it's like oh, we finally had one uh, mass shooting by women uh, by a woman. Um, and then like, do women even know what guns are for? Um, like there's that. I was like, I don't feel safe walking down the street at night. <laughs> um, yeah, and then uh, the congressional hearings on uh, women and guns because even one death from a female gun owner is too many too many yeah uh what are they what are my constituents supposed to do not compliment random women on the street yes yeah <laughs> uh, don't do that the trigger is for a man's grip and temperament uh all of that oh my god yeah that, that seemed it's all really on point it is honestly. yeah yeah as yeah i was i was really feeling that um i like the beginning like the first montage i think it was it was like a when diane was writing the article and she was like reading it aloud yeah yeah like yeah we, we forgot about the diane's uh writes her pro uh gun feminism article yeah <laughs> i honestly really like the part when she actually goes to the gun range and like that like orchestral music's playing yeah. And she like cocks it, and then she like she like hits the target right in the head on her first try, which seems pretty amazing and questionable. <laughs> but <laughs> it's interesting, though. Yeah, that, I, I agree. The music choice there was really good. Um, it was it's interesting getting into that territory with Diane, but then we like tied it in, I think, really well with the the feminism guns there. So. Um, yeah, I thought I thought all of that really worked, and then at the end, it it just it really gets there. And yeah, I can't believe this country hates women more than it loves guns. Um, it's yeah. like you yep. you think the final message in this ep- in this episode will be on <laughs> on uh, gun laws, <laughs> but no, we've we've, yeah. we've turned it into a feminism message. So I love that. Yeah. Um, t- getting back into the uh, BoJack stuff, um, I think my highlight is Holly Hawk in this plot. As I continue, she's so chill. Yeah, I like, love her. I love yeah, yeah, Michelle. Michelle, we haven't gotten your take on Holly person. Hawk yet. Uh, what, what do you think of her? Well, I'm I'm like halfway through season six, and everything I've seen of her up to that point, she's just like she's <laughs> lovely. Like she's a she's an I love that she's like kind of lazy and like doesn't want to do shit the same way Bojack doesn't. But like she's like she's like a good person, and she's like really chill, and like she's very likable. 
Like, she seems very relatable. I love her. Yeah. I think she's awesome. Yeah, by the way, we're not talking beyond the episode that we're watching. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. You said season six. Yeah. I mentioned it, but did not get it. It doesn't exist yet. Okay, we got that. That wasn't, that wasn't the part yet. I was talking about. Yeah, my take on Hayak was that I feel like she's um, such a – it's, like, great representation for, like, a, like a, a really real type of person. Like, a realistic yeah. like a realistic body type and temperament and something you don't really see on, on TV these days. Um. Real people are boring. She is not boring, though. She's kind of great and, like, kind of centering that, like, someone who's, like, as not centered as Bojack might need. Though I don't know if he deserves her, but, I mean. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, My highlight with uh, this Bojack plot is Haliak going through the photo album with um, Beatrice. um, And then she's, like, giving Haliak, like, uh, (laughs) advice on her weight. Yeah. And then she's like, when you go somewhere, don't walk, gallop. And then uh, Hollyhock's like, ice cold, Grammy Graham. Ice cold. Yeah, she just kind of takes it in stride. Yeah. She, like, doesn't get upset. She's just so chill. Like, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Like, I love ice cold Grammy Graham in her voice. I thought, I thought that was really yeah. good. <laughs> um, Sam, uh, other, what other parts of the... Uh, oh, I forgot with the... Uh, <laughs> With the gun plot line, we had uh, they they kept the Hurricane Sandy movie on the shelf about like a oh <laughs> a babysitter. yeah, it was yeah. Staring Sandra Bullock. I thought that was really funny. Right. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what, hashtag uh, relevant. Yeah, we'll, hashtag. Oh well, yeah, but uh, Sam, what I uh, what other parts of the uh, BoJack plot line uh, have I? Oh, we about? got the uh, we got our fuck of the season. Really? Yeah. Where was it? Well, he he's talking to Hollyhock, and um, he's like, you know, blah blah. blah I want to like. If there's like one thing I could say to my mom, it was like in the middle of the episode, and they're sitting outside the uh, the old folks' home. Oh, He's yeah. like, "If there's one thing I want to say to my mom, it, it would be fuck you, mom." Okay. You know, blah blah blah. Wow, I didn't even pick it. Yeah, that was very a very our most subtle fuck so far on BoJack. I didn't even. Yeah. I didn't remember that. <laughs> the more, mo- most subtle fuck. The most, yeah. So bo- so so BoJack like... said our fuck of the season. Okay, I I yeah, I, I thought I yeah. Someone asked me on Tumblr. I said Diane, but uh, that was my prediction. But okay, we got BoJack in here. Um, the other yeah, fuck you, mom. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's kind of the thesis. I mean, I don't really know where the season's going in. I haven't seen Beyond, but that that's my guess. That's what the thesis statement of the of the season is. Yeah, I think that might be it yeah. too. Well, you gotta think they brought like the whole like mom's backstory ish yeah. into episode. yeah. There's yeah, no reason that, to put an that's true. Yeah. Um, and I actually really like that episode also yeah like that seemed it was pretty great yeah um so yeah, we got the fuck of the season we also had uh diane's ringtone of the season um oh yeah <laughs> all things considered yeah all rings considered um another npr one here i think that's the only npr show i've actually listened to i i don't <laughs> i don't get any of these npr references but um that's mostly because the lady i was interning for would have npr on all the time and that was the show that was on at the time i was coming in yeah, so in the in, so there, in the yeah. in the past it was This American Life season one, Serial season two, uh Terry Gross season three, and now we have All Things Considered. So um this this one went on for very long, too. Yeah. Um we had uh Princess Caroline and Bojack like Bojack um, calling Princess Carolyn uh Caroline just to find out Princess where the, Princess yeah. Coraline to um yeah, find out where the <laughs> place is. So You're such an asshole. <laughs> where the yeah, oh where the God. home is. And then she he starts off the, each conversation like really sincere. Yeah. And then um He's like anyway yeah. <laughs> he just totally kills it. Yeah, like why why isn't Bojack he's back after a year. Why isn't he calling these people? Yeah. Because yeah. he doesn't want to. Yeah, I mean he's, he's still So to be honest, if I well I am away from my home. But if I was away, didn't talk to anybody for a year, and I came back, I probably wouldn't call anybody when I got back. 
It'd be hard to know how to strike up a normal conversation. Exactly. Like, what's up with you? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I can, I can definitely understand. But um, yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll track how Bojack reintegrates with all the people in his life. I think that's still an ongoing plot. Um, in the beginning, we had the Bojack like uh, feeling bad about lying to Hollyhock. Um, and we had that like three times. Um, that was actually pretty good. Like for Bojack, that seems like a real progression. Like he, this is like one relationship he's like actively trying to not lie with, which is like even though he like messes up all the time, like it's it's only a fifteen minute lie. Like it doesn't matter. Like he's still like progressing, and that, that seems pretty important for him. Like any baby step for Bojack's like pretty monumental. Dead mom. Yeah, <laughs> I like that yeah, line. Dead mom. Him. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, Bojack gives... And he ate the, la- he ate the last fudge chickle. He like, did. On. Yeah, obviously, yeah. <laughs> I would do that, too, to be honest. Yeah, who wouldn't eat the last fudge chickle? Yeah, Bojack, too. Um, Bojack gives the doctor at the nursing home the sandwich shop in Temecula number. So that was the... Where is Temecula? Is that in California? Yes, I assume. <laughs> we... I assume. I don't know. <laughs> None of us know our t- California geography. But, um, yeah. Oh, uh, Mr. Peanut Butter calling, uh, saying Dianigans. Um, Diane shenanigans, yeah. And then uh, Diane's article, A Handgun of One's Own. Um, yeah, that was, that was pretty great. Nods of Virginia Woolf. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then... Temecula is in California, by the way. Yeah. Are you checked? Sam yes. Googling is right. Yeah. Oh, I like Hollyhock being like, what's that thin, hard book? Um, it's a DVD, it's a DVD <laughs> case. DVD case? Yeah. <laughs> what a dvd is like kids aren't that no she's she's amazing. even more millennial than we are she's she's like not dvds well blu-rays are things too and so they come in the same similar case yeah i guess so i don't think people i don't think the kids are watching the blu-rays these days sam no probably not i don't <laughs> um and uh oh the oh the other thing i liked was the bojack recounting the uh <laughs> Uh, him walking in on uh, his daughter shower scene episode of Horsin' Around. That was so weird. <laughs> that is so weird. You could only hear the dog was like, well, now that you see me, you have to show me yours. No, He's like, oh, no. okay. It's like, what? Yeah. That is this fucking is like. to be a full house. Like, what? It's like, it's yeah. like somewhat believable that that could be a real sitcom episode. Yeah, no, for real. But it's. <laughs> The mom's like in harassment. Yeah, yeah. I I, I love just randomly throwing that in. Yeah, they're in the endangerment of child minor. They're in the cheers and jeers column. We did not get cheers. Um, that was in the flashback. Yeah, Yeah, they had a random flashback to when uh Bojack's dad died. Um, with Beatrice. So, um, and then at the end, uh, we have uh, it seems like Beatrice is moving in with Bojack. So. Right. Yeah, we're at, uh, and then the mo, yeah, the moment at the end with I knew how much you hated her. Like, the, it's a very like Vojak way of having like a sincere moment, but it being like really cynically uh, yeah. stated. But like the emotions behind it are sincere. Yeah. So yeah. we're further. Also, Herb's uh, former nurse was there. The bear. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, the bear. The bear. You know the bear. In bear. Maybe it's not the same awesome. bear, Sam. Maybe all bears don't look the same. Jeez. No, it's it's, it's the same bear. <laughs> probably is sam, sam is well sure. it's like how all like cows are waitresses in this world maybe all bears yeah, are like weird. elderly care yeah maybe it's a different one because we have the cow that had the tip now <laughs> and she said this cow lacks getting tips yeah so um okay so any closing thoughts on this episode michelle um 
I'm I'm really curious um, about uh, Bojack and his mom's relationship moving forward. I'm also like really concerned, like not really, but like Mr. Peanut Butter and Diane, like something's got to give. Like this is just culminating in a very concerning way. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like as long as Diane just never ends up with Bojack, it'll be fine. But I don't know. Lots of questions, I guess. Uh, Sam, uh, final thoughts here. You know, thoughts and prayers, you know? <laughs> oh my god! Um, no, um, yeah, I'm, I think this is, like, a good, not really almost halfway point, and, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where we're gonna go with Bojack and Beatrice. So, yeah, let's, let's go, let's push forward. Let's get rid of Courtney, please. Oh. Come on, come on. I, you know, she could have been, like, Naomi Watts, or, like, fucking yeah, we Emma really Stone need, or something. Yeah, we really need to bring Naomi Watts yeah, back. if she was yeah, that was incredible. But um, I don't know. I, I, I guess I'm Courtney's number one fan here, and I'm medium on her. <laughs> I just I just don't hate her. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed this. I thought that the yeah the gun stuff and the feminism stood out to me. I think this is solidly the third three out of five for the season so far, behind episodes two and three, but above one and four. Uh, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah. yeah, I think we're all kind of on the same page. Like. Uh, so far, I mean, I listened to Alex, Sam, and Steve last podcast. Like, I think the episode ranking so far is two, three, five, four, one, or one, or one. You can switch one and four if you want, but um, two is a really standout one, and then three and five have also been great. So that's my take. The people just don't care about fracking. Yeah, that's that's it. Oh. It was uh, it was inevitable that the fracking episode would would be not as good okay so uh let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments wherever you're listening and make sure to subscribe to us to not miss any of our future bojack coverage next we'll have episode six uh stupid piece of shit <laughs> is is a, <laughs> yep. that's that's what's yes. coming up so um alex uh will be hosting the next few podcasts and then i'll be back to uh, take it home at the end of the season um so uh Make sure you, uh, all that coming up on the Overland Mid Podcast, subscribe to us for more. P- consider leaving us iTunes reviews uh, if you support our BoJack coverage. Um, and uh, the best way to support us is on Patreon. You can find us at, uh, at patreon.com slash overly animated. Thank you very much to all of our patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John A.K. Garfield. And thanks to so our patron executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, yep, we'll be back then. We also have a bunch of Rick and Morty coverage coming up. Probably a lot of cost- crossover audience on the two shows, and uh, it's time for the Ricklantis mix-up episode. Um, although that might have been this might have been coming out after that. So, <laughs> regardless, yeah, check we'll, out that we'll recap. So, sure. overlandminute.com for all of that. Thank you guys very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers.